The chorus demanding a renewed federal investigation into the police killing of Tamir Rice in 2014 gets louder. A sitting Stowe judge with four years left on his term is running Tuesday against his colleague to knock her off the bench because he wants her gone. And Cleveland's image was a winner in the NFL draft. It's the Wake Up Morning News briefing from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer for Monday, May the 3rd. I'm the editor, Chris Quinn. First, it was the family of Tamir Rice. Then, it was Senator Sherrod Brown and three members of Congress. Now, it appears Cleveland City Council members could join the chorus of people demanding that the U.S. Justice Department reopen the investigation into the police shooting that killed 12-year-old Tamir Rice in 2014. Councilman Kevin Conwell will introduce legislation today offering support for a letter that Sherrod Brown and the those Congress members sent last month asking U.S. Attorney Merrick Garland to re-examine the case. The Justice Department investigation languished during the entirety of the Donald Trump administration and was closed down in the waning days of the administration without explanation. Tamir's mother has been waiting for justice for more than six years, and lawmakers from Northeast Ohio want her to get it. Few races in Tuesday's primary can match the venom in Stowe, where two sitting Republican judges are squaring off in one of the region's most contentious campaigns. Lisa Coates and Kim Hoover are longtime jurists whose feuds over the years have reached beyond their courtrooms in Stowe Municipal Court, where they are the only two judges. In an unusual move, Hoover, who has four more years on his six-year term, is challenging Coates run for re-election. Hoover said he is vying for Coates' job because she has been a poor partner. She has tried to undermine him repeatedly, he says. Coates scoffs, saying she is disappointed in the Republican Party for not giving her more support for the re-election. Hoover said his challenge of Coates stems partly from Ohio law, which prevents judicial candidates from seeking office after the age of 70. Hoover is 67. When his current term ends, he cannot run again. By running against Coates, he would obtain a term that is two years longer than his current one. Downtown Cleveland looked glorious on screen as ESPN, ABC, and the NFL Network beamed the NFL draft to millions of viewers across the nation. ESPN's telecast opened with a beautiful helicopter shot over Lake Erie, flying towards the skyline at sunset with images of downtown, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and Playhouse Square. Sportscasters praised the city and its electric energy. More than a dozen meeting planners were in town, too, hosted by Destination Cleveland, which is hoping to extend the reach of the NFL draft by showcasing how well the city can host large events. Attendees stayed downtown, toured the convention center, attended draft activities, and explored the Rock Hall. They had good things to say about what they saw. A Cleveland Heights man is among the 45 people killed in a stampede at a religious festival in northern Israel. Yossi Kohn, 21, is the son of Chaya Gidi Kohn, the 7th and 8th grade principal at the Hebrew Academy of Cleveland's Beatrice Yavni High School in Beechwood. The Lag Biomer Festival at Mount Meron in northern Israel is a popular pilgrimage among the nation's ultra-Orthodox community. At least 45 people died in the stampede 
guaranteed with dozens more suffering injuries. Israelis are questioning how the government and religious leaders could allow the stampede to happen after years of safety warnings about the festival setup. Estimates say that about 100,000 people attended the event. All of Cleveland City Council is up for re-election in November, but Councilwoman Phyllis Cleveland surprised everyone last week by taking an early exit. She announced Friday that she would resign from the council today, citing unspecified health issues. During her tenure, she worked to try to address abandoned, dilapidated property while encouraging the development of affordable housing projects. Her leaving raises new questions about a plan for an asphalt and concrete plan plant on Opportunity Corridor in her ward. Cleveland had said she was okay with what many see as a diminishment of the dream for high-end jobs on the corridor. Will her replacement reverse course and oppose the asphalt and concrete plant? Thanks for listening to The Wake Up from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer.